The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the available lines ahead of the college basketball tournament on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Tonight on Blitz, we're talking Star Wars and NFL football. Which team is a new hope to win the Lombardi? Or will the Patriots and their evil emperor destroy our spirits again? So sit back and grab yourself a Jabba Juice, young Jedis. It's time to get Blitz. Welcome to Blitz, where we talk NFL and rate popular drinks at the same time. The playoffs are almost here, and the final installment of Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, is now in theaters. So naturally, we thought a mashup show would be perfect for tonight. Apparently, it overloaded our intro, which is... You know what? The show itself was so excited for this show (laughs) that it just went... It was so awesome. The, the 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 graphics, the sounds. I'm over the moon. Wow. Oh, wow. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. That's, we'll get there. That's fantastic. Yeah. No, I'm super funny. And I borrowed your MacBook from 2004. That probably <laughs> did it, too. That's right. Our producer's gone to the dark side, and Rookie is frozen in carbonite tonight. So it's just Coach Solo and me, the Stat DeLorean, piloting the show tonight. Good lord! I have a very bad feeling about this. All in all, it'll be a fun one. Oh, yeah. Of course it will. Oh, yeah. So brace yourself for some cringe-worthy movie references and some even worse football analysis. From that guy. I find your lack of faith disturbing. As Master Yoda says, (laughs) watch... Or watch not, there is no try. Introducing tonight's starting lineups. The coach. Seriously, I did not know about this. This is so awesome. The rookie. Get out there and smash. And stats. I'm just the stats guy. I have no idea. <laughs> That's kind of my thing. That's, my That's thing. kind of my thing. Are we back on? I think we're back on. Yeah. Are we on the rebel ship? Uh, we're on the ship. We're hiding. Oh. Very, very discreetly in the hallway here. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, in the Rebel ship. We're okay in the Rebel ship. Sorry. No, no. This is pre-boarding. Oh, pre-boarding. Yes. Wait, we haven't received the yes. plans yet. Right. We're yes. just kind of hanging. This is all good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like C-3PO and R2-D2 yeah, are going to yeah. go scooting gonna, by the hall at some point. Yeah. yeah. We're just back here. Yeah. Pretty right. awesome. So it's, it's a little chaotic. In Keep the, your in eyes open. Here. Everyone's a little tense on board here. Okay? Maybe that's fair. Very tense. Big stakes. Okay. 
Tonight, as we explore the far reaches of the galaxy in search of a team that can beat the Patriots, we're drinking the Dagobah Slug Slinger, which is made of tequila, blue curacao, citrus juices, gingers, herbs, and bitters. Coach, let's give that a whirl. It just smells like alcohol, like lots. Ah, kind of like Romulan ale. Sorry for the cross-reference there, but it's about the same taste. Okay, this looks awesome. This looks... <laughs> it does look awesome. It looks like a slug slinger. All right. <laughs> Coach Solo. Yes, sir. This blue drink reminds me of the Seahawks on Sunday, mm. who must be a little blue after getting blown out <sighs> big time to the Cardinals. I felt a great disturbance in the force, as if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and were suddenly silenced. So what's going on in Seattle, and how do they fix it? So what's going on is... Injuries are a thing, but okay. they're a thing for every team. So yep. I don't want to go too far in on that. I hear you. I, I think that the Seahawks are, and I think I'll refer, refer to it later in the show, they're, they're a team that has a very small margin for victory in all their victories. Mm. And I think their leadership, coaching, whatever you want, whatever intangibles that they have, Russell Wilson, obviously, is awesome. Anytime a little thing goes wrong or a couple things go wrong, they're going to lose. Yeah. Because they just don't have that latitude with a couple bigger players or a couple better defensive plays or something they have to play perfect to win and they've done it a lot which to that team and the coaching and the execution it's been amazing but with their talent level mm. and what they have every week it's uh it's a rough ride for them and if they're not firing on all cylinders they're gonna lose they uh they stink it was god i couldn't even watch it it was Honestly, painful I, I just i was like I'll, I'll just go watch the eagles cowboys because at least that game's interesting and, and yeah mattered i mean at least you could oh. forgive a kyler murray piloted team coming in there and you yeah, know you know getting throwing in some different looks yeah. and because he slides through the pocket like yeah. i mean he has got terrific yeah. awareness and scrambles well he gets some easy yards that way like it's it's he's, i can't he's say the same for brett hundley well who you know, you know looked like a, a young aaron Rodgers back there see i like your i like your optimism you could be a rebel the kind of optimism that oh. they need you have i like i'm hand solo like optimism Oh, is he optimistic? Traveling through hyperspace in like dust and crops, boy. After they blew it up. Okay, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was pretty good. <laughs> he's pretty cavalier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds yeah. like beast mode. He's not, he wasn't persnickety. He never did interviews. <laughs> That's true. That's saying. true. Can someone tweet us? And we're back! Oh, sorry! <laughs> this is all working really well tonight. I think all the high-tech scenes that we crafted for yeah. the show are really bogging down the system. Wow. Or Clippy's not here. Just got to go back to you and I on a park bench. <laughs> Jesus. The good old days. Okay. Star Wars A New Hope, if you stayed tuned for the intro there if you made it this far was about optimism in the face of constant darkness so there are several franchises in the nfl that really need a new direction and some good coaches are going to come onto the market so which one do you think will turn around a franchise next year coach, I, i'll start i'll start coach solo so <clears throat> you can look at this guy's record as as not great over his term with the panthers but he had some great years. And, and what I like about Ron Rivera is, is he's a culture guy. And I think if you're looking at any team out there that's got a, a legacy of losing, if you will, 
you need a coach to come in there and 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 kind of upset that or, or like McDermott did with the Bills. The force will be with you always. You can't just go in and say, well, let's do a couple different schemes and let's see how it works. Mm. You've got to change the culture. I referred to it two, two weeks ago, but you've got to have that belief that this is the group and this is the coaching staff and this is the, the franchise. Like, well, this is a winning feeling. This is a winning group we have. And I think I think the head coach basically can – one of their biggest jobs is to drive that. Mm. Drive that belief and drive that confidence and drive that morale and say, we can do this. Because you look at the, the NFL and the parody, I mean – there really isn't much difference between an 11 and three team and a four and nine and one team like we saw with the Seahawks Cardinals, right? I mean, yeah. a couple of little things go wrong, whether it's some injuries or whatever, and boom, blow it the other way. So I think, I think culture-wise, you really, really got to have someone who can come in here and change it. I, I don't see a Garrett doing that as much. A Lewis, maybe a Caldwell. Oh, way to steal my thunder. Hey. A way to list off all the quarter, all the coaches that I put up there. Well, that's I, pretty I awesome. I was trying to to diminish your argument. Your feeble skills are no match for the power of the dark side. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. And you've succeeded. <laughs> I'm going to go with Marvin Lewis. <laughs> because if there's been any coach in the NFL who wasn't working last year, whose stock probably went up the most, it's got to be Lewis. Because Zach Taylor looks like a child lost in a mall. Um, yeah. You yeah. can probably appreciate how dysfunctional that organization is and was. And cheap. And yet. And cheap, too, Oh, right? super cheap. Yeah. The only reason why they spend the cap money they do is because it's league mandated. they have to, yeah. You have to spend <laughs> so, that money. They're right at the floor of the, of the cap. But everything else, forget it. I mean, yeah. I think it's the cheapest organization out yeah. there. So I think uh, Marvin Lewis is the kind of guy that if yeah, yeah. you've got a franchise that's adrift, say the Detroit Lions. Are they adrift? Ah, <laughs> just for 80-odd years. I think that Lewis is a good guy to bring in because he would seize control. Yeah. He's obviously bringing a lot of respect with him. He's a defensive guy. Yep. Remember, he kicked ass in Baltimore before he went to Cincinnati. Right. Right, right. Good call. And they were a consistent playoff team. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Couldn't win any. But you know what? Detroit can't win regular season games. Yes. Wouldn't you like to go back to the playoffs? Baby steps, people. So Baby I, steps. Yeah, I think that that's probably the way they need to go. He is a, he is a very good players coach, too. So if you, if you had that kind of issue there with, with players kind of discontent or whatever else, I think he'd be a great asset for that, too. Which yeah. you've got to be discontented playing in Detroit. Good call. You've got to be. Yeah. Just being in Detroit would be discontent. Oh, <sighs> the worst. Yeah. Shall we move on? You love it. I'm holding my breath to see whether or not this is actually going to work. Bear with us, people. I know. Don't make any sudden movements. Uh, I don't want to jinx anything, especially given that we're doing an Empire Strikes Back segment here. But it looks like the Patriots may finally be ready to pack it in. Why do you say shit like that? Every time you say that, it doesn't happen. Come on, buddy. We're not out of this yet. Because it's got to happen one of these years. Fuck, man. Like it. Go on. Thank you. Yeah. So. Coach! Yeah! Coach Solo! Coach Solo! I kind of... If that could stick, that'd be pretty cool. Oh, it's pretty awesome. If you'd worn a vest tonight, that would have <laughs> been dope. So, here's what I'm wondering. Okay. When the Patriots dynasty ends, mm -hmm. like, in a couple of weeks... Like, yeah, I was going to say in a couple of weeks, yeah. Okay? Which team do you think is poised 
to take over to be the next dynasty in the NFL. So we had a brief discussion earlier about what we is a dynasty. Never talk. We Fair never enough. talk. Because we don't like You're the, making I, this. I talked to myself with you in the room okay. about what a dynasty meant. Mm hmm. And I'm not of the belief that you have to win a Super Bowl every two or three years. I, I think if you are consistently a 10-plus win team, making the playoffs, win a couple of playoff games, I think that's a, a very successful franchise. Is it a dynasty? I don't know. But if you're always there, is that oh. enough? What's going on? I'm just going to put on the super, which oh, NFL nice. team can be. See, Clippy normally does this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's terrible. Isn't he? So I'm prefacing this because I want to pick the Chiefs, who aren't that great at winning playoff games. But they're always relevant. And right now I think they're – They've got a longer runway with Mahomes there and obviously with, with Andy Reid there. That and their offense being quite dynamic with tremendously fast players, right? And, and I think I think that formula that they've, they've um, created there with, with great schemes, good old line lots of protection from Mahomes, and these runners that can run through zones and, and mess up the defensive coverages is phenomenal. And, mm. and it's got legs. Um, <clears throat> because you're you're using playmakers to make plays, not just scheme to get them open. So there's there's a great mix there, and I think they have the formula and the players and the quarterback to really take it forward and be successful for ten years plus. Wow, I'm gonna go with the Cleveland Browns. Are you drunk? <laughs> I'm just fucking. With you. <laughs> I wouldn't go with the Browns; they're a mess. I'm gonna go with the Buffalo Bills. The force is strong in this one. Also solid. And the reason why I'm gonna go with the Bills is number one you're going to have the capitulation of the evil empire because you know what's going to happen. That's In the next couple of weeks, it's going to happen. Don't do this. I know, every year. What's wrong with you? I... Young fool. Only now, at the end, do you understand? You shit on me when I do shit like that. It's the slug juice that we're having. It is potent. It's pretty gross. Yeah. Well, Here's what the Bills have going for them. Okay. Okay. They have stability in the front office. Always good. And you could say the same thing for the Patriots, but really, the front office is just Bill. That's all it is. He doesn't have to get along with anybody because he's an autocrat. So Robert Kraft doesn't do interviews during the season or help pick players? No, he's too busy at spas in Jupiter, Florida. That's what he's doing. He's, he's, got, a, he's got his own hobbies. That was my, okay? that was my softball. I really you. appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. But in Buffalo, you've got the Pagulas, who own the Sabres, stable owners they know what that's all about they're classy too they are classy yeah here they got they bought the bills a couple of years ago now you've got bean and mcdermott really acting as the front office because they work really well together and everyone in buffalo knows that it's about trusting the process everyone's yep. heard this phrase over and over and over again in my experience there's no such thing as luck and we had to endure a six and ten season last year but look what's come of it <laughs> ten and five Hopefully on our way to 11 and 5. Yep, doesn't really so. matter cuz we've solidified a playoff position. We know we're going to be on the road throughout, so it doesn't really doesn't really matter. But here's what's great about the franchise. They inherited these two inherited a terrible salary cap position. Right. They yep. were in salary cap hell. And so they had to clean themselves out of that one and they did it pretty rapidly as well. Next year going into 2020, they got 90 million dollars in salary cap room, Damn. which is awesome. Tons of room. So almost 40% of their cap in space Damn. that they've got. They've got a franchise QB. Plus, they got a franchise QB on his first deal. And we yeah, know that yeah. in the new era of the NFL, that's the time that you make your move and you surround these guys with talent. Now, they... it fucked up in L.A. with the Rams, but arguably yeah. they did make it to the Super Bowl <laughs> hey. with Goff before they had to pay him a bunch of money. 100%. Okay? 100%. So, uh, I think that 
the next move they need to make is they need to bring in some kind of a some kind of a security blanket that we thought Beasley was going to be, uh, but it's really going to have to be some kind of a tight end, like a Zach yeah. Ertz yeah. type, like a Kelsey yeah. type, uh, or some kind of dominant I wide so. receiver. Uh, a one-on-one -on -one nightmare. Right. right, a guy, a guy that matches up. He's like, ah, uh, we don't have a player that can match that. Or some guy that at least attracts so much talent <laughs> yeah. that he draws guys away. Because yeah, right now, they're just running man to man against these wide receivers. And, and you watch Allen out there, and, and you see that the well, he's why is he not throwing the ball? When you look at the other other view of like, well, because no one's open. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? it's, it's it's he's looking bad, and the offense looks bad a lot. But pieces of that is because no one's open. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. So, okay. So now you've got an uh, you've got a QB that's got kind of a weak offensive line. They've got to add some more pieces to that, but he is improving under this weak offensive line. Yeah, yeah, His yeah. numbers are arguably yeah. better. Yeah. His TD to interception ratio is two to one. Yeah. Two to yeah, two to one. Yeah. Which, by the way, is good for like tenth all time. Wow. Yeah. Is that so? Jameis Winston's one to two. Jameis Winston is one to eight. One to eight. Is that yes, <laughs> he's one to eight. Your feeble skills are no match for the power of a dark side. Yeah, so he's he's at the back of the bus. So that's the wrong way. But to if be. you're gonna hold him up against career guys, he's Andrew Luck. Right now. Like not the retired one. Not the, the retired one, that, one that's been the, beaten up the whole time. <laughs> but yeah, he, his numbers yeah. two to one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Andrew Luck. Now is he gonna be Andrew Luck? Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's where his numbers are right now from Fantastic. the turnover perspective. And he can run. He can run. And the defense is super stingy. And that's what you want as well. You want a guy that's learning the position yep. in the NFL. Because yep. remember, he came from a Div 2 school. It's not like he was playing against Crazy the SEC business. every week. So he has to improve. He has to get used to the talent. But the defense is going to keep him in, in games. And also, the fan base is amazing. Hard to match. Good shot, Red 2. And they're humbled yeah, by the yeah, fact yeah, that yeah, they're yeah, surrounded yeah. by all these franchises that have won Super Bowls. Yep. They haven't won one. I think they're ready for a winner. So I really like the idea of them being the next dynasty. And are you, are you the fans not becoming assholes about it. Well, let's not get carried away. Okay. Why not? Do. Or do not. There is no try. Fair enough. You're, you're done. Okay. Are we going to go to the next one? Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Let's put your fingers crossed to see if this works, right? Okay. Hang on there. Hang on there, people. Hang on. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's that? What's the problem? I, I, I was saying how much I enjoy doing the show with you. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I didn't quite catch that. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I was going to say. Interesting. You know, the whole show records. They just don't hear it all. I'm just going to listen to that in playback. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's talk Rogue One, which Ooh. is one of my favorite Star yep. Wars movies. Yep. Coach hasn't seen it yet, but his kids have. It's on my list. In 2019, the Ravens went 
rogue and traded their Super Bowl winning quarterback, Joe so Flacco, elite Joe Flacco to the Broncos. Elite? Yep. In favor of a guy some experts said should be a running back. <laughs> he still could be one, though, by the way, and an excellent one. Oh, yeah. It seems to be working out okay. He's done okay this year. Okay. Just so, every fantasy owner. Yeah. So what team will buck the trend next year and make a real splash by doing so? So looking at this question, I, I, I look at what teams are freaking desperate. Oh. I mean, the, what I really respect about the Ravens is that they did it when they weren't god-awful. Totally. Right? They, they found a guy and were like, let's build this around the guy. Are we actually still going here? I don't know. Keep going. You've got an error on here. Go to meeting update is not... Oh, I haven't go... No, that doesn't affect anything. Okay. Should I keep, should I keep talking? Yeah, please do. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm assuming we're still rolling here while everything stopped on our screens. Anyway, so... I respect the, the, the Ravens because they picked a guy and went to him when they weren't awful. They weren't great, and they weren't necessarily going to be great, but they did it because they saw an absolute freak of nature, and they made it work for him. So so I'm looking at, at teams that are in, in sort of that desperate mode because they'd be more inclined to, to try and emulate that in some way. So I'm going to go with the um, Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> as our producer here is fucking around. Anyway, so the Bengals will, will do something crazy. The Bengals are going to go like the Tigers, full wildcat. See what I did there? I love it. The full wildcat Bengals. Should I, should I beat this joke a bit up? Okay, so to finish my point, I think the Bengals, Tigers, you know, that's who they are, go full wildcat. And they got like six running backs with all kinds of different sort of skill sets and whatever else and maybe some can throw some some can do some crazy reverses like just just mix it up mm. because I, I know wildcat's been tried but push it further take those quarterbacks that went into that turned into running backs like find those guys like the Taysom hills of the world that can kind of like do do kind of a bit of everything and then do what the saints did for four or five games without breeze like just just make this dynamic hard to predict offense where a team can't go and say well let's just study their last five games and we'll know who they are like, just be different every week because you've got playmakers in the backfield. So I know it's a bit of like, you know, peewee football here, but hey, if you got the guys there, got some, got enough creativity in your offense, give it a shot. I, I think teams, teams like that need to do something different mm. by, by continuing to do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result is the definition of insanity. Insanity. Thank you. So change it up. Yeah. Change it up, guys. Go for it. And, yeah. and, and some one of them might, evolve into something like Lamar Jackson or something like a, 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 a dual a dual threat of course so who knows but you've got you've got to try stuff yeah I mind. think that the Dolphins are going to make a splash next year by bucking the trend okay and you know what trend that is no they're going to sign Fitzmagic long term that's madness I find your lack of faith disturbing no no it, that's what everyone thinks that's madness but that's exactly what they're going to do because hear <laughs> me out this team is playing hard now. They're playing hard. This is a team that phoned it in for well, the they, whole season. They, they were tanking. For at least half. We were tanking for Tua until <laughs> someone's hip popped out. That's right. But Fitzmagic, right. keep in mind that the, the Dolphins have been around since 1966, okay? Yeah, yeah. Two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Okay? Two. Are you ready? Marino. Greasy. 
Oh, uh, the, the the elder Greasy. Yeah, Bob. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fitzmagic just set a record, a quarterback passing record for the most passing yards in the first half for 252. I love it. That's six. Like since '66, they've had these. They, the franchise has been around. Fitzmagic is the man. He's awesome. He loves the game. He's wildly popular. I love him. I love him too. Okay. I, I mean, he's, good. he's good for the game. And what's well. great is that I think it would have been so easy for this team to just pack it in because it wasn't only the fact that they they traded away some of their like Minka Fitzpatrick every, every, got rid of, like got rid of Laramie Tunsil like got, oh, yeah. they were shedding talent like crazy, and yet yep. they're still trying. They're flying to the ball. Now, you might say, hey, man, they just beat the fucking Bengals. Give me a break. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? They were stomping on the Bengals until, you know, they came back and had a thrill yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they've been playing hard throughout. Now, they beat they beat Philly this year. It's right? a real team. They've had some, they've had some legitimate wins, and they've been playing other teams pretty hard. So I like the idea that this team is going to continue to play hard for Flores. Yep. Maybe, maybe he's just one of these Patriots coordinators can actually coach. Quick note on Flores and and the the body language and talking about head coaching and morale and stuff. When you see Flores on the sideline, he is not tanking these games. Yeah, like you see this guy in the sideline, he is animated. He is pissed off. He's like, like I saw him one game and they they lost a heartbreaker and he was fucking losing it on the yep. refs. Like, this is not a guy that wants to lose a game. No. Right? And he's and he's, he's just dying inside because he's losing all these games. So, so I and, and that that emanates from yeah. the head coach to the player. So, I, I think he's a piece of that, that intensity, that, that passion, that desire. I, th- I think he's a good fit for that, as we talked before, changing the culture of a team. Wow. Sorry, go ahead. No, thank you. No, I appreciate it. Uh, they also have over $100 million in cap space. Damn it. So, they can surround it's magic with some talent which i'm excited about and listen to this as they've been shedding talent this year going into 2020 they have two first round picks two second round picks a third (laughs) pick of two fourths a fifth and two sixes and two sevens are you telling me that that's not fucking exciting that's four high level players exactly damn which speaking of high level player we've got a record to announce (gasps) Record breaker. Okay, yesterday we saw a ton of records fall in the NFL. I'm just going to list off a few, okay? <laughs> Christian McCaffrey broke his own NFL record for receptions by a running back. Finally eclipsed 107. That's he went to crazy. like 108, 109. I think he had 15 catches yesterday. Just absolutely ridiculous. He's amazing. He is amazing. He's a treat to watch. Yep. And should be a legit MVP candidate. It's too yeah. bad he plays for a shitty team. And he's a running back. It's true. Julio Jones, wide receiver from the Falcons, Angie, became the yeah. fastest receiver to catch 12,000 yards in only 125 games. I think he did it in 18 fewer games than Jerry Rice did. I, I still believe he's one of the best ever. He is just incredible. Ever. You throw it his way, yeah. he's going to catch the ball. The force is strong in this way. And, of course, the aforementioned uh, Fitzmagic with the most passing yards in the first half. But here's what we're here to talk about. Oh, after all that. The heir apparent to Julio Jones, it seems to be Michael Thomas, wide receiver out of New Orleans. He's like Jerry Rice. You don't think he'd be that good. I know. And he's incredible. And not only, like, because people could say, well, you got Drew Brees throwing you a ball. I mean, everybody looks good when Brees is throwing you the ball. It doesn't hurt. He had Bridgewater throwing him the ball for about five games. And he was their key guy there still. And he still eclipsed the record, Marvin Harrison's record of 143. But a little trivia that everyone should know, and that's why we talk about this record. Record breaker. 
is because we only talk about records that are a little bit obscure in the NFL. Are. And we're that one's pretty obvious, right? That one's pretty much on the nose. Yeah. Wouldn't you say, Coke it's kinda, Solo? It's, it's kind of boring. Uh, yeah, exactly. Here's something you can tell your friends. Ooh. It wasn't Drew Brees that threw him the ball on his 143rd catch. Get the record time catch. Get it was out. a little kid that we love named Taysom Hill. Not little, but he's, he's our still favorite a kid. punt returner <laughs> slash quarterback slash running back slash <laughs> tight end slash tight end slash probably defensive back we've ever seen playing in the NFL. A linebacker, Taysom yeah. Hill, our hat goes we'll off to you for helping poor Michael Thomas eclipse this yeah, record. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Just get, him a, just get him a pass. Just get him a pass, yeah. right? Just get, get him in the, the game. Get him the ball. All right. Let's go on to fourth down. Love it. And here we are on Endor. Did I get my pose right? Uh, no, you're still oh, giving me the, the cold stare. Oh, yeah, shit. You're still staring at me. I'm just trying a new pose. Okay, folks, after the return of the Jedi and the introduction of our teddy bear warriors called the Ewoks, a show called the Ewok Adventures debuted on television and was universally derided. <laughs> Translation, it sucked big oh, time. Worse than the Bengals. Thank you. So Ooh. which team... Ooh. Will surprise us all, Coach, and suck big time next year. This is hard for me because I love this. Because and and, and, <laughs> and I <laughs> so this isn't just because of this last Sunday's game, but mm. I I think record-wise the Seahawks are a mirage. Oh, I, I think they. I mean, they're, they're, I think they're plus twenty-four or plus twelve. They're, they're for an eleven and four team now. Plus twenty-four and what? Like oh, sorry, a uh, point differential. Oh. So, so it's hard to it's hard to win Coach, eleven. We're frozen in carbonate on screen. You're gonna have to be really clear with <laughs> what true. you're talking about. That's true. Uh, <laughs> sorry, their point differential is plus twenty four. Let's say I think it's around plus twenty. Yep. But you've won eleven games and lost four. Mm. That means whenever you win, you win by a little. Oh, big time! And whenever you lose, you lose by a lot. Mm. And 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 that's what's happened this year for this team. And and I, as I referenced earlier, they're just they're just not much margin for victory, and they're they don't have they don't have enough big guys, big playmakers to, to, to either like an end to come in and, and harass the quarterback every every down every every game, or, or that that big receiver to make some key plays. Like they're just not there yet, mm. but they've got enough leadership. But the issue now is that. They're going to probably lose their two big DNs. I mean, I, Ezekiel Alonso is not going to be a big DN. He's been pretty sucky this year. But Clowney's on a one-year deal. And yeah. he's, he's going to be up, up around 20, 24 mil a year next year, right? Wow. So will they pay him? So they're losing that. They still don't really have a great receiving core. Their O-line is, is exposed in my mind. So that, that yeah. I, mean, I don't think it's, it's almost – it almost feels like they need to reset that whole thing. Mm. So weak O-line, major holes in their D-line. Receivers aren't great. The backfield's not great. I mean, they're winning through, like, guile and luck right now. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. And I think next year, if they're 8-8, if they're eight and eight, I will be pleasantly surprised. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. After a Super surprised. Bowl win. Whoa, this year? <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing is they could win the damn thing. It's true. That's how insane this team is. But I just think there's so many holes, and right now there's so many injuries, that... If Beast Mode doesn't come back, maybe he propels him in some magical run. Wow. But it's still a high, high, highly unlikely. I'm going to go on a limb here and say that the Redskins are going to surprise us and be really shitty next year. 
what limb are you going out on? I have a very bad feeling about uh, this. Well, I They're think really stable when you're the bottom? I'm going out on Dan Snyder's limb. On, on Bruce Allen's limb. Because clearly they think everything they're doing is fucking gold. But it's the worst franchise in pro sports. It is. It is. It's absolutely it awful. Is. And Snyder needs to sell the team instantly. So the... The sucking would be getting rid of Snyder? The sucking would be a culture change in that entire organization. And what he's proved through his 12 ho head coaching hires over his limited time there, this general manager that can't seem to pick anybody worthy of this franchise, can't even treat his players well enough so that they want to stick around. It's just a culture of losing. Oh, so when someone has a brain tumor, you should probably treat it well? Yeah, I think so. Okay, okay uh, I'm making sure. And I think that, that that's something that needs to happen. You... You can look at a guy like Haskins and you can say, you know what? He was on the rise. I mean, he was a guy at Ohio State. He was playing good ball. His completion percentage was really high. I was really high on him coming out of the draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was going to be good. And, uh, I mean, his connection with McLaurin has been incredible. I've really enjoyed watching yeah. that. However, he's stuck in a franchise that doesn't know how to extricate itself from day-to-day -day gossip, garbage, stupid... Yeah backbiting idiocy yeah. no reward is worth this and, and that uh, is culture for sure it, it's awful yeah. so you yeah. know you can find a lot of people that can make picks okay yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know you get a lot of educated people that will tell you who the next guy on the board is that you're supposed yeah, to put yeah, on your yeah. team but how those people feel once they get to that franchise how you embrace them how you set goals how you feel like you should be going forward and bonding as a team that has been absent not since Snyder's been yeah. with, the, with that franchise. Yeah. They need to just let that thing go. Um, I mean, look what's happening in Buffalo. It used to be a turnstile door 100%. of getting coaches yeah. in and out and what teams going 5-11 and 11 and 6-10 and 7-9, and, and, and now we have stability. Now we have a plan. We have a process. We have a culture. We're moving on. Yeah. The circle is now complete. When I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. Uh, and uh, and now it looks like one of the teams on the rise. I mean, I think that the Redskins would die for uh, a front office team like Bean and McDermott are. So it's a surprise that they'll suck? Yeah, because everyone thinks Haskins is going to be, like, really good. He actually oh, showed really good things. Okay. And I'm also being a little bit facetious. I, Do you I, know what that word means? Um, I think it means that you are itchy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, the, yeah. the team. Yeah, I'm being a bit itchy like about really the team itchy. too. Yeah, and so okay. I think that in my um, in, with this rash that I've got, <laughs> I'm thinking that maybe this just isn't uh, the right time for the Washington Redskins. It's no. As bullish as I am and, and, about this and bullshit team, the sad thing is they're in the worst fucking division, right? In all of pro sports. Right? Like, come on. If you can't win the NFC East. Right? What the hell's wrong with you? Totally. There's two teams fighting to get to 500 to win the damn thing. I know. It's just crazy. It's painful. So painful. You, you suck, Redskins. Just so you know. Yeah. Fix up your fucking backyard. Fix yeah. the house. Fix up the house. Good call. So this has been a great episode. I love this episode. We've... I loved having the producer with such clear goals on yes. what we should do. It's been really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's really terrific when your producer calls you the morning of and says, I'm out. Are you throwing Clippy under the bus here? Uh, oh. When have I not? Okay, fair. Yeah. Okay, Clippy, you suck. Clippy has uh, the same record as, I think, I, I want to say, I think the Chargers still. 
Where's Rookie? He's been pretty good. Rookie is he is, more like a like a Dallas Cowboy eight and eight, nine and seven guy? Wildly disappointing. <laughs> yes, yes, that's he rookie. seems great. Yes, but oh, he's yeah. really, really no, no. disappointing. Everybody's really high on that guy in the preseason. <laughs> this is going to be their year. Everybody's talking about Rookie, but you know what? He just is, he's just wildly is that disappointing. Now the worst put down. You're you're like a Dallas Cowboy. Yeah. You're like a Dallas Cowboy. You looked really good. We thought you were great, but on a, honestly, underneath, you kind of suck. We thought you had the stuff. Ooh. Turns out you don't. Turns out you don't. I think we might have created something here. It doesn't matter. Nobody's watching. Yeah, fair enough. Let's uh, <laughs> let's wrap this up. You know what? The, the we're off for the next little while. Are we? We're on Christmas break. Yeah. Well, we're just on a break. I know, but it's Christmas. We're on a break. Well, clearly we have to fix this MacBook. Well. <laughs> Snyder and this MacBook are both out. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yes, as well as the Patriots. They're gone. They're gone. Mark no, my, they're not. Mark they're... my words. Come on, buddy. We're not out of this yet. I, you, you jinxed it all. I know. They're, they're going to win in this fucking Super Bowl now. Thanks for tuning in. Yep. Appreciate the, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And hopefully at some point the coach will stop staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to take. That's Thanks awesome. a lot. Go see Star Wars. It's uh, It's okay.